Hey there, folks. Welcome to Cut the Crap. I know, weird name for a program, but it stands for Culture, Race, and American Politics. Because when we allow these politicians to mix it all up and make it about racism or conspiracy or whatever the case may be, everything goes to hell in a handbasket. I think we can agree that our judicial system, our justice system, is in fact upside down. I think we can all agree on that. By the way, folks, share this program. Lift that one finger, share this program. We're going to talk about something I I, I really don't talk about, the January 6th stuff. Here's why. And I understand a lot of people uh, pivot and support the January 6ers. It's not that I don't support that at all. That's just not it. I try to stay within my lane of what I do. And it is absolutely horrific that a thousand Americans now, a thousand Americans now have been incarcerated over the January 6th stuff. It's nuts. And if you've been watching this week, the so-called Proud Boys have been having hearings. Some sentences have coming down, but the prosecution Senate rec- sentence recommendations have been ranging from 20 to 33 years. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about some of the sentencing. And this is just like rogue countries going nuts. When you don't have due process... And when it's really minimal crap, right? Minimal crap. I'll give you an example. The stuff we've seen happen on our streets over the last few years. <laughs> Looting, rioting throwing objects, throwing firebombs, shooting fireworks and explosive devices at police, stomping on police cars, crushing in their roofs, surrounding police so the police can't move. For violence, we've seen this over and over and over literally in our own country thugs saying they're going to take over that's been riled up by the media masked up all coordinated uniforms throwing explosive incendiary devices starting things on fire pay attention they're in uniforms they're all in black they're all in masks I point this out because when it's all coordinated and they're in uniform and they're taking instructions, bust in and everything else, you understand it is in fact coordinated, but it doesn't apply to Black Lives Matter, does it? It doesn't apply to Antifa, does it? So that's how you know you have a selected one, not an elected one. And we see this all around the world. 
when you have a regime, when you have a bad regime involved. Let me show you what gained a fellow a death sentence with in Iran with the Islamic Republic. Let me show you. Shield your eyes. Let me show you what he was caught doing. It's amazing. Let me show you that again. I know it's horrific. He is standing in front of protesters, dancing. Oh, my God. This fellow is dancing in celebration that his people are rising up against their government. This was worth three death sentences. Now, that's Iran. A guy dancing in the streets, celebrating protests, which are not allowed to do, given three death sentences, tortured. They've been fighting to get him out, but just recently, in the last few days, he mysteriously, oops, turned up dead. Can you imagine that? He was dancing. And all those people throwing Molotov cocktails, incendiary devices, explosives, and all this stuff. That wasn't anything. It's just if you don't agree with the election. But your government has a way of trying to make these things stick. They make sure in all these operations, they have people that are there to set things up that are really government operatives, but their job is to set things up. You've seen this before. President Trump is finished speaking. We are going to the Capitol. It's that direction. That's where our true problems lie. President Trump is done speaking. We are going to the Capitol. That's where our problems are. Okay, folks, we need your help. As soon as President Trump stops speaking, we are going to the Capitol. Capitol's in that direction. Let people know. Spread the word. So you know nothing happened to Ray Epps, right? Nothing happened to Ray Epps. But he's standing there saying, and he worked the whole crowd, worked the whole crowd. We're going to the Capitol. That's where the problem is. We're going to the Capitol. That's where the problem is. And he's instigating it. He's literally pushing it and instigating it. They don't want to tell you that when they look at the footage and they look at the photo, remember, they look at the footage, okay? They literally don't want you to recognize that the FBI is the one getting the doors open, right? Getting the doors open and leading the charge in. See, that's part of why you don't see the footage. Because if you understood how this game works, they can only pull it off if they can make it you the bad guy or you be part of an insurrection. You know, you can find, let's say in a case of four Proud Boys, but can be 10 FBI agents in the midst of them. And 
You got a mob mentality. See, the FBI and other stuff literally, literally have people implanted in things to get you to agree to things, to get you to turn away from the truth, to get you to fall for a trap. One of the traps I talk about, and the reason with January 6th, I told you folks, go back to my programming in December of 2020. Go back to my rumble. I told you over and over and over. It is a setup and a trap in Washington, D.C. And no matter how much you love President Trump and how much you are upset over January 6th or you're upset over the election and you want to go to January 6th, don't do it. Don't do it. You had my words telling you don't do it. Because I knew they were going to set you up. And in that crowd were people, agents, what little footage can be had, is showing you it's orchestrated by agents which are embedded in the crowd. And the reason they do that is to get you. President Trump told you that. And it's the words they use. Give you an example. If you're looking at some of the headlines, Proud Boys Lieutenant sentenced to 17 years and January 6th sedition case. The penalty for Joseph Biggs is the second longest so far more than 1,100 criminal cases stemming from the Capitol attack. These are called psychological and influence campaigns. Now, when you look back, after people's lives have been stolen from them, when you look back, you can clearly see what it is. And by the way, if you're one of these people that stayed home because in December 2020, I told you, aren't you glad you listened? But now you can see these guys for what they are. President Trump is finished speaking. We are going to the Capitol. It's that direction. That's where our true problems lie. President Trump is done speaking. We are going to the Capitol. That's where our problems are. Okay, folks, we need your help. As soon as President Trump stops speaking, we are going to the Capitol. Capitals in that direction. Let people know. Spread the word. Anybody who is fighting for truth in this process, fighting for you to see what your government is, are always attacked by the left. That's by default. But you will always find people coming out of the woodwork claiming to be great patriots and stuff, but really what they're done is they're activated for particular reasons. I'll give you an example. They did this with the January 6th footage. You know people had evidence. But the government put a call out. You got to send your evidence in. You got to show it was peaceful. You had people in the conservative party saying, send in your evidence. You got to prove it. You sent in your evidence. You had it on video. You got on a list. They took your video. And now that video hasn't been seen. And conservatives 
pushed you to that. Many people didn't make backup copies or everything else. This is a standard process when you understand a country at war. And you have to understand the war comes at you from both sides. Don't think that demons and devils look like demons and devils. That's just not how it works. That's even not how deception works. I mean, you do understand that. If we just take it from a Luciferian principle, you understand that Lucifer was the most beautiful angel of all. See, people forget that. You think these people that are rat bastards that want to destroy you are going to have some magical sign on them, but they don't. Just like Ray Epps. Looks like a conservative. Sounds like a conservative. Walks like a conservative. Oh, call a duck a duck. It must be a conservative. President Trump is finished speaking. We are going to the Capitol. It's that direction. That's where our true problems lie. President Trump is done speaking. We are going to the Capitol. That's where our problems are. Okay, folks, we need your help. As soon as President Trump stops speaking, we are going to the Capitol. Capitol's in that direction. Let people know. Spread the word. You understand? You see how it works? Now, the reason I point this out is because people have now been sentenced, are now going to prison where they are going to be abused. And at the heart of it were people that were implanted to make it happen. And they work off of premise of a unique law, which we're going to talk about. But a key part to making this happen is you must completely manufacture a total opposite narrative than what you, the people, know is true. And if the left can't take you down, and I'm going to give you an example. You're right. When you saw Ray Epps in the crowd, there were people yelling, Fed, 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 Fed. See, there are always people that know the truth and point it out. Always. But it's always what gets amplified the most. And so they play a game on the left and on the right to amplify messages because at all cost, the truth cannot come out. At all costs, they must convince you what you know is true, what you've seen as of evidence is just bogus, so they make you question yourself, and then they do anything they can to get you to distance from truth and join a clique, and a lot of times that clique is only there to get you into a trap. I'll, I'll give you another example. Many people over these last two years, people that you've listened to, have told you it's time to get our guns and get in the street. And I've told you, anytime that crap is said, you call it out, you report it, you, 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 re, you reject it because you're being set up. There's a tremendous amount of set up and subversion uh, that's been going on of people that are expertly uh, trained and planted into this. You also see that when they talk about Proud Boys, even though they ignore it on Antifa, you know, all the 
black gear and everything else, they use likeness. Uh, we got to be able to uh, look cool and look bad. What if I told you? I told you, if you wanted to show up at one of these places, you want to protest, I've told you, you better dress like a freaking hippie. You remember me telling you that? Don't you dare wear your MAGA hat. Don't you dare wear certain shirts. If, in fact, anything, dress the opposite. Because part of the con, part of the con, they have to include you, the people. They're always going to insert people to deceive. They've got to have that part of the operation. That's how you know you're in a push-pull. President Trump is finished speaking. We are going to the Capitol. It's that direction. That's where our true problems lie. So people would think that was a conservative because his red hat. He's wearing camo and a vest. Come on, he's wearing camo. Trump is speaking. Wearing camo. We are going to the Capitol. Wearing military type That's where our gear. True President Trump is done speaking. They need you to associate with that. This is why they need a sea of red hats. As soon as He's working the crowd. All of this, all of this is a plan and it's set up in advance. It's also why people magically appear on scene, come out of nowhere, and get elevated up, get elevated up, and you think, wow, this person is really good. Now, I'm going to show you a little clip. I, I did a very special program. I did a very special program. I'm going to start steadily turning you on to people who are great thinkers, great work, and our clarity. I'm going to show you about four minutes of clarity because clarity is key. You're seeing this in, van in advance, even though it's part of a, a program you're about to see. I do special interviews. They get released on my locals first. Locals gets it long before you do. So they'll get released on my locals first. And if you don't uh, join me over locals, make sure you do. And then for the Rumble and other crowds, you actually get them a little bit later in the broadcast. So you'll get them. I want to show you an example of what absolute clear thinking looks like and sounds like. Watch this. Vivek Ramaswamy, should you trust him? Some of you won't like this, but hear me out. He seems to be everywhere. Clips of him giving it to the man and calling out the establishment all over social media. Skyrockets from unknown to top of the Republican polls. And I understand why. He says what we all want to hear. End the war, secure the border, drain the swamp, unity, freedom, truth. Which outlets are considered untrustworthy propaganda media? MSNBC, Business Insider, AP, Forbes, The New York Times, The New Yorker, Huffington Post, Axios, Political, just to name a few. The mouthpiece, of the establishment, then why are they all so supportive of Vivek? Doesn't make sense. How is he considered anti-establishment when he's supported by the establishment? 
If you or I were to say some of the anti-woke things he says, we would be shadow banned. But somehow, he's trending on every single major social media platform. Hmm. Prior to politics, he was a hedge fund manager. His claim to fame was a pharmaceutical startup company called Royvent. In the nine years it's been in business, it has never been profitable or delivered a working product. Although Royvent continues to fail their clinical trials, they were able to find investors and raise money making Vivek an extremely wealthy entrepreneur. Good at convincing people to invest. Poor at delivering product and execution. Not a good sign. So what about the money? The media highlights that Vivek has invested over $10 million of his own money to fund his campaign, an honorable feat. Vivek announced his run for presidency in February 2023. How long do you think it takes to make that decision and execute a plan? Six, eight months? July 2022. The value of Royvent stock is just over $3 per share. On February 21st, 2023, Vivek announces his run for presidency, and on February 22, he sells 4 million shares for approximately $32 million at nearly $8 per share. Well over $15 million in profit in six months prior to him announcing presidency. Good for him, right? Make that money. Company is losing over $1 billion per year, but he got paid. Smart guy. But anytime things are just so coincidental, I'm forced to keep digging. Why did the stock price of an unprofitable, failing company rise over 100%? How does it go from an all-time low to nearly its all-time high? Institutional money. You remember when Vivek said the financial investment giants like BlackRock, State Street, and Vanguard represent arguably the most powerful cartel in human history? Well, guess who's on the list of institutional investment giants that started giving his company money one year ago? You want to guess? BlackRock, State Street, and Vanguard. All three have added to their positions in the last quarter, and Roviant, which Vivek still owns 7% share in, is now up over 300% in the last year, making it worth close to $1 billion. During the Republican primary debate, Vivek vowed to end the teachers' union, Guess who is also on this list of investors? California State Teachers Retirement System. Look, his intentions may be pure, and this is all a coincidence. Maybe there is a great explanation. However, I am not a financial analyst nor investigative reporter, but I was able to find all this out in a couple hours of sifting through publicly available data. Why is his connection to George Soros via scholarship and his involvement in the Ohio COVID-19 response team scrubbed from Wikipedia. In 2021, he was named a young global leader by the World Economic Forum. Two years later, after using that title to raise investments for his company, he sued the WEF to remove his name from the list. Three months after that, he was able to settle with Klaus Schwab's WEF and receive a formal letter of apology how do you sue what many may consider evil the World Economic Forum and win and get an apology letter in three months? He's either that good or I don't know. Any real journalist or news outlet could have easily found out all this info, but they didn't. Real question is, why? That's Matt Kim. Proud to call him a friend. 
Matt and I just recently did a very special one-hour interview for you. You'll see it first on Locals. It's one of the voices out there I've amplified because this young kid out of nowhere is very good and very logical. And when I say out of nowhere, he was a conservative that had to stand up. Never done a podcast before. But his clarity is amazing. His connecting dots, and I'm a guy who connect dots, his connecting dots are fantastic. But if you just look at how it all connects, you have to ask yourself about Vivek because, see, these people come out of nowhere. There was a person, there's a person out there in the conservative movement that I believe plays this game of opposites. Was there during the January 6th crap untouched? has told you to get your guns and get in the streets untouched. Has said, we've got to hang these politicians untouched. See them everywhere, all kinds of platforms, and no background, although they tell you they have this great background, a background that makes no sense, untouched. Now this person has been in this for so long now. He's worked his way into literally controlling one of the top conservatives' technologies out there. This is how subversion works. When people just showed up at January 6th and opened a gate and they're arrested... But here's a guy that was there, nothing. Here's a guy that now they're hopping on Roger Stone saying he was with Proud Boys. Look at these photos. That was an off-site meeting, wasn't a Proud Boys meeting. But somebody that was inside the hotel and inside and around those meetings was snapping photos from a different angle. Like if you were taking a picture of me, hey, you got a picture of me. It's not the person taking the picture. It's somebody from the side recording this. Now all of those things are coming out. Well, you've had quote-unquote insiders always telling you to get upset, get your arms, get all this stuff, and has now worked their way in. And the key thing of outing these people is they're always going to push you from truth. Let me show you how some of this opposite side works as we jump more into this January 6th stuff. But I'm going to show you how this opposition works. A, a good example, again, just Ray Epps, real quick. President Trump has finished speaking. We are going to the Capitol. They're always embedded. They're always embedded. They are always embedded. Behold. So here's the thing. I, I want to point this out. For those of you that... One point. This is a broadcast that went out over Frank's speech of all places. And not only did this broadcast go out over Frank's speech, and you see this guy everywhere, you don't see any of the audit stuff on Frank's speech. This guy now controls 
all of Mike Lindell's technology. Think about that for a moment. So here's the thing. I want to point this out. For those of you that are Jovan fans, be a Jovan fan, right? But that clown got out there and said, oh, it's nothing going to happen. We have the secret bullet. Remember, do you remember this before? Have you heard this before, Apollo? Yeah, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry, we're working on it. Then somebody sent me a video of him stealing the Erickson report, marching the Erickson report and publishing it as if it was his data. What? And then he didn't take a call from Michael. Canceled a meeting he had with Michael. Oh, yeah. You didn't hear about this? No, he, what? So then he's bad-mouthing me for being out here. And I was like, where's Joe? He's got, he's going to save us. We just, we trust Jovan working with these people. Let me explain something to you. Jovan could go sit on a stick, a jagged stick. He'd go sit on it, right? The guy literally doesn't know anything about technology. You want to take this back? You want to talk about this kinematic audit? He didn't do a kinematic audit. He didn't produce a report. He didn't do jack squat. And for all the people that are on our side that say, oh, yeah, no, Javon's work is good, show it to me. I've been through every one of his videos. It's QAnon movement, the same damn thing. It's bullshit. The whole thing's bullshit. It is. It's all. Yeah, it is. It's just to keep you suppressed. I want you to think about that for a minute because I show you that to give you some understanding of how this happens. Here's a guy comes out of nowhere. You cannot verify all his companies supposedly did, period. Plops into the movement, been everywhere. That went out over Frank's speech. That went out over Frank's speech. Pops up, interviewed, talk where supposedly, yeah, I heard Eric Coomer on a call. I got on a call with Antifa. I heard Eric Coomer. You read the deposition where Dominion's deposing, you would think they would want the Antifa guy that tipped Joe off. But do you know in the, in the deposition, isn't it interesting that the name of who told Joe to do it's redacted? Nobody's ever heard this phone call, but here's somebody. This is how opposites work. It is designed to literally take you away from what you've been looking at. Now, yes, I did call Joe out because that's in December. And Carrie Lake, why did I call it out? He put out a call to arms, get in the streets, bring your arms, and surround the MTech counting center. I immediately said, holy smoke, folks, don't do that. Let me get this straight. They're arresting people. He was there in D.C., didn't, not, not touch, not even question. Isn't that weird? Telling them to surround the building. So here's the thing. I, I want to point this out. For those of you that are Jovan fans, be a Jovan fan, right? But that clown got out there and said, oh, it's nothing going to happen. We have the secret bullet. Remember, do you remember this before? Have you heard this before, Apollo? Yeah, yes. <laughs> I play this for you because this is Conservative Daily. This is the person that broadcast in Conservative Daily. This is a tumbling movement that I believe Mike Lindell has been trapped in. 
but this is the person that now has control of Mike's technology. This is the person that has now told you, leave all other social media. Remember the big reveal of WMD and Mike's program? Leave all your other social media. Come to just this one, and we'll take care of you. And it'll be safe as he gets attacked, and he's complaining about some kid taking down the server. You're getting set up. But a common thread of the system is they push you away from just looking at absolute facts. This has a role in war. So here's the thing. I want to point this out. For those of you that are Jovan fans, be a Jovan fan, right? But that clown got out there and said, oh, it's nothing going to happen. We have the secret bullet. Remember, do you remember this before? Have you heard this before, Apollo? Yeah, yes. <laughs> Don't worry, we're working on it. Then somebody sent me a video of him stealing the Erickson report, marching the Erickson report, and publishing it as if it was his data. What? And then he didn't take a call from Michael. Canceled the meeting he had with whoa. Michael. Oh, yeah, yeah. You didn't hear about this? No, he, what? So then he's bad-mouthing me for being out here. And I was like, where's Joe? He's got, he, he's going to save us. He's, we just, we trust Jovan working with these people. Let me explain something to you. Jovan could go sit on a stick, a jagged stick. He'd go sit on it, right? The guy literally doesn't know anything about technology. You want to take this back? You want to talk about this kinematic audit? He didn't do a kinematic audit. He didn't produce a report. He didn't do jack squat. And for all the people that are on our side that say, oh, yeah, no, Javon's work is good. Show it to me. I've been through every it's one like, of his videos. It's QAnon movement, the same damn thing. It's bullshit. The all whole this, thing's bullshit. It is. It's all. Yeah, it is. It's just to keep you suppressed. It's probably freaking false information from the left because everybody just follows whatever they want, every, anything they want to believe. They don't want to actually go out and, look, and do something. He's, he's either... He's either a psychophant. You understand what how this goes? So he's, he says, I'm either a, a sycophant or I'm Mossad. This is why I told you January 6th, I told you this too, January 6th is going to switch from insurrection and a coup, and they're going to switch to making it all about conspiracy. Remember where you heard that before you started hearing it. I've always explained this. These Proud Boys guys did stupid stuff. Granted, they never should have been there. But they, have Im- they had embedded with them agitators. There are professional agitators that are embedded in this process. If you remember, Oltman was embedded with me until I found out what he was and cut it off. And then he went to the opposite extreme, calling me everything there was because I recognized what was going on. So it went from good friend, good buddy, hang out. Hey, you're great. You're wonderful. To as soon as I recognized what we were dealing with, cutting them off, turned to the other extreme. That's how it works. You got to swap tactics. And now we have people, granted, they never should have been there. But they had a right to be there. They had a right to be there. They had a total right to be there. But as I said, and I told you then in December of 2020, it is a set up. It is a set 
up. And you have to recognize when you're being set up. Do not think this war is a single tactic war. It's not. They have to play in all areas. They have to peel off as many people as they can. And words are key. I didn't know shit. He's not this. He's not that. Now let's apply it to this. Proud Boys Lieutenant. Do you understand? Period. It is all a facade and game. And when they kick in and do this, they're setting up the government so the government can trap you and get you in very questionable stuff, but they'll ruin your life. We're joined now with the great investigative journalist, Julie Kelly, as the breaking news out of Washington, D.C., an organizer with the Proud Boys, Joe Biggs, has just been sentenced to 17 years by a D.C. courtroom, uh, D.C. judge, for the crime of seditious conspiracy. Julie Kelly, walk us through what happened here. So Joe Biggs and three other members of the Proud Boys were convicted by a D.C. jury in May of seditious conspiracy, an extremely rare offense that dates back to the Civil War. No American has ever been convicted of seditious conspiracy before January 6th. Nonetheless, we're talking about Washington, D.C., so anything can happen. Um, So today was the first of five sentences. One man was acquitted of seditious conspiracy. He'll still be sentenced. But today was Joseph Biggs, a member, leader of the Proud Boys, uh, as you said, convicted of seditious conspiracy, obstruction of an official proceeding, aiding and abetting the destruction of government. Um, I'm going to explain that law to you. But again, I'm trying to help you understand things. Seditious conspiracy. You're getting people to do a certain thing, and you're part of a certain group. But they'll ignore Ray Epps. President Trump is finished speaking. We are going to the Capitol. You have the uniform. You have the dress. Our true problems lie at the Capitol. But, but, they don't touch them. Think about that. The guy I showed you just a minute ago has told you, we're building gallows, we're going to go get the politicians and hang them, continually shows up at courthouses and stuff in full armament, in full armament, guns, tactical stuff, told you in Arizona to surround the building. Keeps on saying, we got to take this back, we got to do it, you got to get in the streets is a founder and a leader of a militia came into lives where, yeah, I heard, I was on a conversation and I heard Eric Coomer Dominion saying he was going to screw Trump. There's no recording of that call. It embedded him in all this stuff. Mike Lindell, Sidney Powell, all, Tina Peters, embedded them all of it. No existence of that phone call. But when you finally get the release of the so-called deposition, he was saying he was working with an informant. But out of the deposition, the public documents, the supposed informant that Joe says tipped him off and got Joe on the call is redacted. 
but he tells you to get in the streets. He tells you General Flynn's a Satanist and a pedophile and puts all that on the air and everywhere. And now he's embedded with Mike Lindell. I have huge questions over that. How can somebody have a militia say hang politicians, get people in the street with guns, right? Come out of nowhere, can't prove anything about the background, but yet we're watching them continually. So here's the thing. I want to point this out. For those of you that are Jovan fans, be a Jovan fan, right? But that clown got out there and said, oh, it's nothing going to happen. We have the secret bullet. Remember, do you remember this before? Have you heard this before, Apollo? Yeah, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry, we're working on it. Then somebody sent me a video of him stealing the Erickson report. Now let's deal with that Erickson report thing. I've never read the Erickson report. I finally did talk to the guy with the Erickson report. And it's total garbage. Total garbage. But what was going on was Altman and other people were trying to get it into legislators and say, here's the facts. And it's total crap. Total, total crap. But see, a couple of things happened. I explained in my testimony in Arizona, here are the, here are the hooks into the sheriff's department, which, by the way, is the premise of our book that we've worked on for two and a half years. And, and don't forget, he's part of Lynn Wood's board. Lynn Wood said everything Sidney did. I just have questions. How, how does this not work? Said everything Sidney did or anybody else in Georgia on, on parade and in, 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 uh, rallies, but not indicted with everybody else in Georgia. I don't understand it. But you, you got to see, they knew where our stuff was coming out, have a quick insert out of nowhere, trying to get it to lawmakers because they absolutely know it's crack and it will fall apart. So here's the thing. I, I want to point this out. For those of you that are Jovan fans, be a Jovan fan, right? But that clown got out there and said, oh, it's nothing going to happen. We have the secret bullet. Remember, do you remember this before? Have you heard this before, Apollo? Yeah, yes. <laughs> Don't worry, we're working on it. Then somebody sent me a video of him stealing the Erickson report, marching the Erickson report and publishing it as if it was his data. What? And then he didn't take a call from Michael. Here's a good question, and I'll just answer it on the air because it's valid. And I'll post it up. Because somebody actually is not paying attention. Very interesting question. Here you go. Ready? Using the standard of asking why some folks don't get targeted by the system, why have you not been indicted in Georgia? Good question. Rock solid question. Here's the answer. Number one. I was called to Georgia to testify by the Senate. 
Now, there's a big difference when Jesus randomly showing up. I was invited by the Senate to share my findings of what potentially went on and could my technology be used to discover how widespread it was. So, I showed up. Watch my testimony. Period. Watch my testimony. I tell them the system's broke, and here's where I think it's broke, and here is the very easiest thing to do. I just did an interview with the Washington Post about this. They're not interested in it. I said, if this is a mail-in campaign, and it was the largest mail-in campaign ever in American history for presidential elections, and they claimed it was done by 90%, 90% mail-in, what should a mail-in ballot look like? Yeah, it should have permanent folds in it. So me, sitting back, working in the field at the time in medical forensics, very detailed medical forensics, I realized, wow, I can repurpose my technology and I can see it. And what were we seeing on television? We were seeing supposed recounts of ballots. And they were stacks and stacks and stacks of incredible perfect paper. So logic to me says, hmm, if this was a mail-in ballot campaign and it's supposed to be nine out of 10 ballots were mail-in, then it's very easy. Let's just look at the folds. Don't have to know anything else. It's not about either party. It's not about anything. Let's just look at the folds because if it was 90% mail-in, nine out of every 10 ballots should have a fold in it. Period. Bing. That's it. And then they tried to debate me on that issue. And I basically showed them, you're wrong. You're wrong. So remember, I was brought there by the Senate. Now, why was I brought there by the Senate? The Senate chose me to come testify because of the following reasons. They had seen an interview of me talking about the folds, and that fold interview went viral all around the world. The second part of it is they researched my background, and they found out that not only did I have hundreds of patents in the United States, but I had patents in all 190 countries. Then they looked a little bit different, deeper, and they go, wow, this is the guy that made the platform, which every mobile phone and every mobile device in the morning uh, now uses, mobile device. This is the guy that makes your boarding pass. You look at the code, boom, it goes through. This is this, boom, it goes through. And you do all these codes with your phones. Well, that's this guy's technology. He invented it. He has 207 patents. And by the way, all these voting companies use those patents to be able to print that code there and retrieve it. And so let's get somebody that knows what they're dealing with, right? Because every mobile company in the world uses my technology based on a very large technology company I built. 
And so they brought me in as their expert. And I showed them with a very simple premise, get access to the ballots and we can answer the simplest question of all. Was it really driven by mail-in ballots? Because it's the first time in history almost everybody went to mail-in ballots. That's it. Not about left, not about right, not about Biden, not about Trump. It's agnostic. They were either folded or they weren't. Now, what happened in the meantime is that that video went viral. If you watched it, some people are dropping it in chat. If you watched me testify in the Senate, all of a sudden, within a matter of a day or two, 50, 60 million people watched it, and it was like the whole world went, holy shit, this makes perfect sense. Holy shit, this makes perfect sense. So how'd the system react? The system reacted by... Here's a treasure hunter. He's this and that. A same common story you'll see. They have a manufactured story that they do. No, I was retired, guys. And I've have, happened to spend my world out in remote jungles and deserts in the Arctic and Antarctic and all kinds of stuff doing cool shit. But as soon as that went, the system knew it had a problem. Holy smokes, we have to make sure because this genie's out of the bottle, we've got to steer, steer every way, everybody away from Jovan. So, during that time, I got approved to do the Arizona audit. The people asked for it. So I am going to start doing the Arizona audit. It, very interesting things happened. I was filmed for Mike Lindell's original documentary. But when I saw the content that they were relying on, and it had nothing to do, nothing to do with what I do, I asked Mike Lindell, Mike, don't use me, don't use me for your documentary, because that's not the field I'm in, and I can't confirm any of that stuff. I'm just unfolding. And by the way, I'm probably going to end up doing the Arizona audit. So I can't, I can't do it. Take me out, right? So I did that. Now, an interesting thing to know is everybody who was in the, that documentary that came out early on was forbidden to do any audits. So frankly, I saved myself. God was watching out over me. I saved myself. So we get to Arizona. You, the people, demanding it. Hey, we can understand the paper. It's really easy. We want to look at all the paper. Well, if we jump forward, what's the one thing in every place they've kept you away from? The paper. What do they keep on putting out there and promoting? I'll oh, just look at the data. Here's the public data. And they parade all these research around that never talk about the paper. They can't let you see the paper. And so what happened in the Arizona audit is as we're getting ready to do it, the Arizona Senate did a kind of a switcheroo okay, we're only going to do a fractional audit. We're going to look at a little bit. And I told the Senate, if you're going to do a fractional audit, I'm out. And then I said, and then you've got a problem. Because you've already told the public, 
I'm doing this audit. And my terms are, we're going to look at every fucking piece of paper. And by the way, if you think you're going to do a legal maneuver and say, we'll look at a fraction and all, I'm out. So you got a day to decide. Otherwise, I'm going to tell the public. Because you told the public you were doing a full forensic audit. Well, they called my bluff and said, you can't tell us what to do. So what did I do? I came to you. You can look it up. And I said, Arizona has now said they're not going to look at every ballot. I want to let you know, because I am transparent with you, I will not be participating in it because a fractional audit is part of the con. It won't find anything. 60,000 phone calls later to Arizona, that's you, you guys, Arizona changed and said, okay, we're going to do the whole thing. And we got all the paper. And then I got a call, Jovan, hey, to save face. We don't want it to be controversial. You're so controversial. Will you just not be there? We'll make sure everything works right. You can do it from afar. So I actually stood, I stayed back and didn't demand to supervise my own technology and standards. Because I wasn't there as they were embedding people, as I start getting the data, every one of the photographs and forensic data is compromised, intentionally compromised. Total freaking joke. And I have to tell Doug, you got a problem, you got a mole, you got operatives inside, this is being sabotaged, and everything else had to be redone. But we still got it done. The GOP is sweating bullets. They got to make sure it's not in there. So they offer Doug $2 million if he will just not use my stuff in the audit, which he refused. But the attorneys were all over it. Now when you see this and you see what they repeat, his stuff wasn't in the audit, he didn't really do it, it's all a con. It is all a prepackaged con. Because the one thing they are terrified of is the paper. Might I remind you, the only case that made it to court and is being fought is still being fought on paper where people put their signatures on the paper. It is always about the paper. But what does the system do? Parades people around you. Look at this fraud. Look at this fraud. It's the machine. Look at this fraud. It's a con game to stay away from the most critical thing of all, the paper. Because that is the true record of all of this. It's the same thing that's going on in January 6th. It's a con game, a con game to control the dialogue, just like this. You believe that those are fair sentences? I think they're fair. Um, and I'll tell you why. It's because a federal judge uh, appointed to the court uh, who oversaw the case, uh, listened to the facts, and also was um, privy to the pre-sentencing, uh, pre-trial uh, reports, decided that that was the appropriate sentence. 
Yeah, I mean, both of them today in court, before they got their sentences, were crying. I mean, they were described as weeping, as sobbing. They were basically begging the judge for leniency. Do you do you think, though, that they actually regret what they did? Uh, to be honest with you, I don't, I don't know. Um, I spent 20 years as a police officer in Washington, D.C. I saw a lot of defendants cry before they were sentenced. So here's the media perfecting this con job. Oh, it's legit. Oh, it's real. Everything's about deception. And what did these guys have to go to to stretch this? Again, go back and look at my archives. I told you well over two years ago, they're going to revive Civil War statutes. Look for my program. It says KKK statute. Go back. I told you about January 6th. I told you they're going to switch to conspiracy. I've always told you in advance what's going to happen. Because it's when you understand the strategy and how they do it, and they have nothing, it's all about the talk, and they're going to use maneuvers. Well, here's the maneuver. They are using a civil war anti-terrorism hook. A civil war anti terrorism hook that if you if you did something that was calculated to influence or affect the conduct of the government or intimidation or coercion or to retaliate against the government's conduct or was intended to promote an offense get it get it get it get it get it nobody has ever been prosecuted ever under this go back Two years now, I told you they were pulling these out. Go back to my SoundCloud, soundcloud.com forward slash Jovan Hutton Pulitzer and look at the KKK law to prosecute Trump. And it's because they have to make moves. And it's also why they insert false leaders because they know at the beginning what they're doing. They know at the beginning what they're doing. And they need to use mob mentality to do it. That's why, quote unquote, they do it through influencers. President Trump is finished speaking. We are going to the Capitol. It's that direction. That's where our true problems lie. Going to the Capitol. That's where our true problems lie. I've never went to a single rally. I've never stood on a stage and go, stop the frauders. I've never done, ever, ever. I've shown you the facts. And the one thing the courts cannot withstand is sunlight on the truth, and those truths have to be facts. But they will all day long march people in and out that will talk about theory, talk about ideas, put experts on the road and say, see that? That's 140,000 inserted votes right there. When they know that's not true. See, it's a training program. When you put experts on the road to say, you see this little graph here? You see how this goes blue and this goes red and it looks like an F? That's fraud. And you see this here? That's the insertion of votes in a dump. They know what they're doing. Because, see, what you're going to do locally is you're going to get an attorney maybe to help you. You're going to go pro se. You're going to write it mimicking their words because you think they're experts. And they're laughing 
their asses off. Because, see, you know you need to turn away from the left and you turn to the right who they put out there. They turn to the right and you actually write it down. Then they can take good people that are truly experts. They'll bring in good people who know what they're doing, but they'll tie it to stuff that can't stand. If you notice, if you go back and look at some of the suits that have gone through, they never questioned the real expert stuff. It always goes back over here to where somebody who's not an auditor, somebody who's not really in it, somebody who pushes some theory. They always kick it on the theory stuff, even if you've got one good person inserted. Now, if Arizona would offer $2 million if you'll just not insert Jovan's evidence, what extent do you think they would do to go to a nation? They'll pay $2 million over the course of two years to put operatives on the road to tell you the machines which the vote they inserted here. Look at it. I know I'm a raccoon. They'll do that nonstop. Nonstop they'll fund that. But when it comes down to the paper physical facts, it's $2 million if you'll just make sure it never gets in there. You have to connect these things. Arizona had an issue. Liz Harris outed this stuff. Put in election integrity bills. They killed the election integrity bills she had, booted her out, but wrote immediate laws that they passed with it literally within days compared to everything else. You can't look up an election officials or an elected officials, real estate holdings or transactions, which are normally public. They blocked it all. What does that tell you? What does it tell you when the only thing that is amplified is misinformation? What does it tell you when people that basically, that's crap, it was a grift, it was this, it was that, constantly get inserted? It's just like Matt Kim told you on the piece I played. It's why Vivek can say things you agree with, but they amplify him, he trends, and he appears on everything because there's an ulterior motive going on. And this is how the game is played. If you're on Locals, you will see later today my entire interview with Matt Kim, who you should know and follow. You'll get it exclusively on my Locals first. It's one of the benefits of being there. Folks, we're in a con game. We're in a system. And this is an all-out war. An all-out war. But at some point, you got to open your eyes and understand how it's fought, how it's played, etc. They're all, and, and, and of course, if you followed me for a while, you know the investigators out of Georgia. Fannie Willis's office. I'm the most reachable guy there is. My phone number's out there. I look at my emails, ask people. I look at all the comments. I'm kind of a robot that way. I can see it and look at it. 
Did Fannie Willis's office call me? You know what they did? They called my ex-wife, her two daughters, my daughter, and my son. We're doing an investigation, this and this, and scared the crap out of them. Made my family think they were going to get in trouble. That's how this game's played. As soon as I found out, I called the investigator back in Fanny's office. Wait, I just want you to come do this, but you can't have an attorney. You can't record it. You can't this. You can't that. I said, wait a minute. The first thing we're going to discuss is you just broke a law. You just, knowing you could reach me, intimidated my entire family, have them terrified and mortified with threats. It's a scare tactic. It's a threat tactic. It's also how they let you know, well, we know where your family is. We know who your children are. By the way, there was only one person out there hanging around me who knew where my children are then at that time. It's interesting. They all got a call. But I told them, you broke the law. You cannot do that. That is threat and coercion. He babbled, babbled, babbled. I said, tell you what, put Fanny on the phone. We'll go through it. He hung up on me. Mind games, mind game, mind game. So going back to why me, you know what? You know what? I didn't get to do the Georgia audit. Never got to touch a single ballot that was pushed out of the system of the suits. Partly because of the conservative party. Because everybody thought it would make them a superstar and they released stuff that should have never been released up front and it, it pressured the judge and it all freaked out the system. Well, it's now given them time to destroy the ballot so there's nothing to look at. But it's also why I don't go to rallies. It's also why you don't see me speaking on these things. Get your guns, get out. In the it's not. I stay in the lane. I use this today only as a teaching moment. Everything is out there. Right now there's a massive manipulation going on. I'm actually terrified. I'm actually terrified for people like Mike Lindell because I believe he's being used. I refuse to believe that the reason I've never been on Frank's speech with Mike is because he doesn't want the stuff out either. So I have to believe that Mike's being manipulated. And when you look around, the same people that are manipulating all over that are questionable are smack dab in the middle of his stuff. And our secret reveal of how we're going to do it was a day of, we're going to do the greatest social media of all, download these two apps, sign this petition, and we're going to go public. And that's the answer? Are you kidding me? It's people, paper, and programs. And the people that are untouchable, like, let's say, Mike Lindell, because they they're not going to martyr him, but they are going to get people very close to him, and they're going to make sure those people suck him dry. You want to know an interesting thing that one guy I played saying about me? As soon as he got in and got on the air and started that stuff, did you know Mike had to do two different loans? One for $10 million and now another one for $5 million because some reason he's bleeding money hand over fist? All 
all of it's out there before our eyes, folks. I just asked you to look at it and ask questions. You should ask questions. You should ask questions. You should dig deep. But I'm telling you the same thing I've always told you from day one. The machines do not change the votes. It's people, paper, and programs. Just like your gun does not get out of your nightstand and go shoot somebody, it needs a person who has bad programming. Same as your car doesn't pull out of your garage and go run over somebody they don't like because it takes a person with bad programming. But they will always push you, always push you to where you think you're getting resolved, you think you're getting answers, and it's total crap because it will never, ever hold up in a court of law. And if you don't believe it, go read this uh, Republican resolution to have election integrity. Read it and then read the words it should have been and make your own decision. Make your own decision. Do your own investigation. Ask your own questions. Don't even believe me. That's why I publish so many damn documents so you can see it for yourself. Everything is about you. Everything is up to you. And the very cure you've been waiting on is you. Is you. I love you all. Interesting times. Interesting times. Have a great day. Most people are afraid to stand up and speak out, but not you. You've been learning how to tell the system to cut the crap. What can I do to help save the America I love? And the answer is, learn how to fight back and tell the system to cut the crap. Cut the crap's not just a radio program, it's a movement. The right kind of movement, which breaks free the conservative constipation and reminds you that you are the majority. And we're just not going to take it anymore. Make sure you're following Joe Von Hunt and Pulitzer on all social media. See you next week. And between now and then, take a stand and tell them all to cut the crap. 260 million of you shop here weekly. And did you know you spend about $1,400 each year? Two and a half million of you shop here daily and you give them $1,000 each year. Combined, that's a half a trillion dollars annually. And you think it's the American way to shop? Think again. Your hard-earned money is being funneled to bad organizations. The consumable products you buy, well, they're washing America down the drain. Think about where you spend your money. Folks, we have to save America from socialism. We need to make the woke go broke. First things first, and that's America first. You need to follow the money. You need to follow your money and make the woke go broke. So I will show you how to save America from socialism. Go to makewokegobroke.click. Yes, dot click. Makewokegobroke.click. Makewokegobroke.click and do it now. Jovan HuttonPulitzer.locals.com is the only place a true patriot can stay informed, free of charge, without censorship. Over 18.5 million plays, it's Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. It's absolutely a government triangulation. They are literally putting Mike Lindell in the crosshairs. They get to choose 250 ballots of their choosing. 
Now you have the facts and the information to educate them and to open their eyes to what's really happened. Even I had no idea how dirty they play this game of censorship until I lost my social media. If you consider yourself to be a true patriot, it would be a crime not to visit jovanhuttonpulitzer.locals.com today. I guarantee you, you will absolutely be the smartest patriot in the room.